Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to a very, very special episode of Kimboology. You guys, it is the one year anniversary show. Oh my God, y'all, we made a year. We are no longer a spring chicken. I mean, technically we still are because, you know. Uh, some of the more successful podcasts have been podcasting for years. So we are still on our way, guys, but this is a year. So yeah, guys, um, a year ago today, we started this show and, you know, and me and producer Rick in our basement and during a penny, during a Panasonic, during a pan dulce pandemic, um, we just, just, I just was like, you know what? I fucking stand you know, podcasts. I'm a big fan myself. Your girl's got stories, you know. I have, like, literally so much to talk about. Please try to shut me up. Good luck. Um, like, and I just was like, you know what? I want to I have a platform to just, you know, say what's on my mind, talk about, you know, interesting topics. Um, so, yeah, I decided to start Kimboology. Um, it kind of stemmed from you know, having the scammer ass job. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a job. I, it, it was a scammer ass job. And it kind of inspired me to, you know, well, Real Tea, she started me on this one podcast. This, the, the owner of the company, Kim, who's a fucking um, scammer. Shout out to the scamming queen, Kim, from this company that I won't mention in case she tries to sue me. Um, she fucking did that because she fucking got a slew of college kids to do all her bidding for her while she drives around in her fucking Mercedes. Shout out to you, bitch. Um, just you weren't going to get me, girl. Fuck out of here. But she started me on um, Gary V, Gary Vanacek's, um podcast. And he's super motivating. He's just like a super motivating guy that started from nothing. And now he's like a billionaire or whatever the fuck or a millionaire. I don't fucking know. Um and I started listening to his podcast and I just got really inspired from that. And then I was like, you know what? I want to start it. I want to do this. So this week's a very special episode we're doing. It's a compilation episode. It's a best of episode, guys. So uh, I've done some work, me and Rick Dog. We kind of um, went through the past year and got some really fun moments from the show that I wanted to share with you guys. So if you guys are tuning in for the first time, this is actually the perfect episode to turn to tune into because it gives you just little bits and pieces of the best parts of the show. So thanks for listening. If you are listening for the first time, um, we're going to start it out with the most famous uh, title of the podcast, which is Hostile Bathroom Sex. What? Um, yes. So this is an episode called Hostile Bathroom Sex that I put... Po- um, that I did uh, a year ago, and it features um, a really interesting story. So, okay, I always told myself when I would be staying in hostels, like I'm like the most the worst thing that can act that, that can fucking happen while staying in a hostel is for me to be like sharing a dorm. So like a hostel is like basically like a dorm room, right? You're in a college, you have a dorm room, and you have all these bunk beds, right? That's basically what a hostel is. And like when you're backpacking, you're, that's how you're actually staying. You're staying, you're sharing a room with several different strangers and you can, some places will have co-ed and some places will actually have men and women. Um, but the cheaper places, they're just co-ed. So it's just find a bunk to sleep, you know? And I always told myself like, I'm like, please God, please don't let like 
when I'm, when I'm sleeping, like have these people like be fucking in the same room with me. And like, that would be so fucking uncomfortable. Like I can't deal with that. And boom, what happened? That's exactly what happened to me in pie. <laughs> I literally was stuck. And it was crazy because one of the fucking LA boys that I was with found some, I don't know, some, some other nomadic, you know, hippie and they got fucked up. And like, that was the same night that I got food poisoning so in our room, we were sharing a room, me and that fucking guy. And then he like wanted to bang this girl. And I was like, so sick. I was like throwing up and like, like in the bathroom in and out. And I was just like, so sick. And then boom, they come in drunk as fuck and bang all night long. In the bathroom. I mean, Tore it the fuck apart. Like I went in there after they after they finally got done fucking and like passed out on the floor. I like moseyed myself into the bathroom to like puke again. And I mean the fucking sink was like tore down. The toilets. I was like, damn. Mind you, this is like a small little um, hutch. Like it wasn't like a very fancy because these are hostels, you know. So it was like a small, tiny little like outdoor bathroom. And they. Oh oh, I didn't even tell you the best part. It wasn't just him. It was him and that girl and his other friend and another chick. There was four people in that room in this tiny little bathroom. Sweaty, no AC, fucking all night. I'm all out there on the bed, throwing up, just hating my entire life. I literally stayed up all night. I was just like, I had like, I, sh- I plugged my, e- my ears with my fingers and I was just like, fuck my life, fuck, fuck my life, fuck my life. So... <laughs> And then, so we do have the next episode, which is called Extra Extra, and that is featuring my friend, Jeremy Isaiah Hunter. Shout out to Jeremy. He just moved to LA to pursue acting. So shout out to him. You know, he's out there doing it for the, you know, the black community. I hope he gets booked on lots and lots of gigs. So stay tuned to see him on something big soon. But uh, me and him have a very special relationship. I troll the shit out of him. So in this episode, we're just doing our normal banter. And this is me trolling Jeremy. Let me tell you something. When you do background work, do it. Yes, the money is good, but it's just... Is it good? Is it... It depends on how many hours... It's minimum wage, Jeremy. It's minimum wage. It is minimum wage, but the thing is that you get overtime easier on... Yeah, but you're there for 15 hours. Yeah, and it's a 15... Yeah, but it's a 15 hours. It's seven hours overtime. But it's just like... I don't know. I I would talk to him. I would say the same thing and be like, oh, but yeah, it's good money. It's like... But at the same time, you're like sitting there and it's like you're out in like sometimes, like you said, like you're out in the freezing cold or the extreme heat. That's what I'm saying. Your self-worth comes first over any paycheck. What was that? Yes. So (laughs) I love Jeremy. He's a mess, but that's my friend. So that's a little snippet of our relationship. We do a couple episodes in this, um, in Kimbology together. So stay tuned. I mean, if you want to listen back to those episodes, definitely listen. He's a good, he's a good guy. He's a funny, funny guy. So, all right. So the next episode um, that I wanted to shout out for the best of is the I May Destroy That Ass episode and that was the first episode that my co-host becky joins me in the show and we stand the show i may destroy you which is on hbo max and so um yeah in that in that episode becky's just trolling me about my aka's and it's fucking hilarious so here's that 
So yeah, I wrote those um, AKAs down for her so she could read them. And I came up with mine. <laughs> Yo, I'm fully embracing traveling chafing queen. I don't care what you say. Because <laughs> that is a thing. My thighs be causing friction. I can cause a fire. You don't have to live like this, Kim. There's solutions. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> You're like, this can be solved. I promise you. Right. I promise you, you're not a poor little farm girl in Thailand. <laughs> Yo, I hate you. <laughs> we can't even be professional with this, swear to God. No. Uh, this is Becky. She's my good friend. She's going to be joining us in this today's episode. God, don't you just love her? Love her down. Shout out to Becky, my co-host. Um, so, all right, guys. So the next episode we want to shout out for the... Uh, best of episode it was the legendary episode where me and Orlando, Orlando, Persando, Parlando, uh, he comes on the show who's actually Becky's cousin. Um, and me and him love ballroom culture. We're huge fans. And so we talk all about the show called Legendary on HBO Max. And so here's a little clip from that. Show. That's how she was like the host and stuff as well. How do you like her? Like, I mean, she was cool. I mean, I love her accent. I love how she I, says I live for her. She's status, sh- status, your status, your status. You know, my first, my first gog. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I just experienced my first gog. <laughs> yeah. Like, I enjoyed her accent, but I just like, yeah. when you would hear her and see her going to Laomi or the other ones, like, hey, like, which one was that one? She doesn't know ballroom. So it's like, does, what are they yeah, doing? Judging. They're, they're judging. They're judging ballroom without ever being at a ball or like knowing what to look for. Yeah. So that was another thing that they really need to work you guys Orlando's really really funny I want to have him more on more but too bad he's out cheering these streets so yeah so the next episode I wanted to shout out on the best of episode is the tantric sex episode so this is a very unique episode because I share my history and my um journey into tantric sex so uh this clip is going to be about me explaining a lingam massage which is actually called a penis it's it's a penis massage really so here's that not even about that life right but uh we did the women did there was a part of the workshop where the women kind of stepped away from the men and then the women got a t- got a lesson on how to give a lingam massage, right? So let me explain this a little bit more. So there's yoni and there's lingam. Yoni is this is the t- yogi word for pussy or vagina, right? It's called a yoni, Y-O-N-I. And then lingam, that is the yogi word for penis or dick or cock, whatever you want, you know, whatever, baby leg, all that shit. So, and that's, it's L-I-N-G-H-A-M. Okay, so basically what we were learning was a pussy massage and a dick massage or a penis massage, you know, and so obviously, I mean, and you know what, they were super open. They were like, by the way, if you're, you know, if you are date the date the same sex, you're free and welcome to, you know, go to wherever, you know, it was basically like off of what partner you desire you know what i'm saying so if a lesbian was in there she's like i don't need to fucking learn no penis massage no lingam massage she's like i'm gonna go over there and learn what the, what the men are learning you know i'm gonna go learn how to do a yoni massage you know that's that was what's up it's like, it was it was super open that way you know so yeah so so what is a fucking yoni massage and a lingam massage right first of all their life it's life upon life it's fucking amazing and it is it is what it it is what it 
it is. Like, it's basically you massaging your partner's shit. You know, you're massaging. Um, for women, like, you basically would prop yourself up. Like, you would have the man, kind of like the man was, like, giving birth. Like, you know how women get, like, women that we go to the gynecologist, you have to, like, put your legs up in that stirrup shit. You know, like, basically the man would be like that and the girl would, like, get underneath, have the guy's legs on top of her thighs and you would have the man's lingam in your hand and you would just like massage it. And then there was like, they would taught us all sorts of like moves you can do to like massage the lingam. Um, I do this all the time with my partner. He fucking lives for it. Um, but it's great. It's amazing. And it's Yes, Tantra. I need to get it back into that. It's a whole nother world guys. I, it's like, ugh. I need like a good tantric sex teacher again. Like I need to go to like a, I don't know. I need to have like a, find another like community to get into it again. Cause it was litty titty. It's lit. So, all right. Next one is going to be the traveling solo dolo episode. Um, and that's, this one's really interesting because I talk about, you know, my journey traveling solo and doing pole dancing and pole searching, pole surfing and couch surfing. And literally I was traveling for three months guys and just living on people's couches for free. So yeah, it was a time to be alive. So here's a clip from that. You can use Facebook um, as a good source to network with other travelers, um, the group pages, you know. Also, that was another, like, because uh, I'm a pole dancer. When I was couch surf, when I was pole surfing around the world, I would meet other pole dancers around the world. And I went on this page, like, poles. It was couch surfing for pole dancers. And that's actually how I ended up staying with some people. I ended up staying with pole dancers in like Portugal, France, and in Australia. And yeah, I stayed for free. They let me like sleep on their couch or on the floor or extra bed or whatever have you. Super awesome. So, and they were the sweetest women ever, like so safe. I didn't feel uncomfortable because they, you know, they were also pole dancers. So I would reach out to them like, Hey, I would actually just like post in that group page. Like, Hey, I'm traveling in from Chicago, you know, da, 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 da. I need, I need a place to stay, you know, is anybody out there? And yeah, sometimes they would hit me up and say yes. Sometimes no. So, but I was lucky enough to have some really, really amazing experiences with that. So definitely reach out to other travelers. So you'd be surprised who you meet. So, ah, the good old days when you could travel the world and, you know, you didn't have to worry about, you know, a flesh eating virus to destroy you and kill you. And I'm just playing. That's nothing to joke about, honestly, guys, because this is the, this, this shit is real. So, um, that Delta variant too, she's got, she, she got sister strains, Delta Sigma Theta, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but she ain't playing. So we really got to start, you know, paying attention, wear your mask again, guys, because, you know, it, it's real out here in these streets. But anyways, so the next one is going to be the I Love Money episode. And that was featuring my friend, Joey, 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 Joey. So he came on the show and he is like this financial guru expert. He's also a realtor. He's out there making moves. And so he gives us tips on how to save and, um, which I think is super important financial literacy, um, especially in the BIPOC community, black indigenous people of color community. It's something that we're not taught. So this is a really, this is a great clip from the episode. Any fraudulent stuff so it right. shows up on there, you know? There's right. nothing... I've been a, a victim of identity crisis. Like, really? Someone had a whole-ass fucking life in Denver, Colorado under Stop. my name. Yes, like, smoking that weed, Joey! Oh, right. I was like, can you send me some money? You're going to use my name? Like, send me some money. Send me an ounce real quick. <laughs> send me an OZ through the USPS. Okay. okay. <laughs> Carbon neutral, Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I've, that's like a really big fear of mine is to like to go on my credit um, history and see like all these like crazy things on my like like fraudulent things on my account. Ooh, because mm. I watch my that's shit. That's why it's like, important. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it's important. I would say at least, you know, once a month to scan, you know, and especially on your apps because like if you mm-hmm. have like, cap, I think Capital One, they have the app and it's asked, you know, do you want to check your FICO score? It's like, hell yeah, I want to see. Yeah. And don't get it too attached to the number because I mean, it might fluctuate. It fluctuates like, all the time. Yes, money guys. Um, shout out to money. I need more of it. Um, so yeah, uh, the next one's gonna be the house music appreciation episode featuring my girl Angelica Faro. Um, she's a house head, huge house head. She knows her shit. Um, she like studies all this shit. So like, really, honestly, we had a lot of fun. Um, honestly, guys, this was in the beginning when we were trying to figure shit out. So the quality of the sound is not the best and i was listening back to it i was like oh girl ah ah you know like family guy or like when peter gets like he hits his foot he's like ah, ah. like i literally felt that way because i was like man we could do so much better so yeah we're gonna work on doing another like like uh music episode later on um and i promise we'll get our shit together and the quality will sound better but here's a clip from it is i'm, I'm gonna write off your little funkiness your funky beat and I'm going to go into a little bit of disco. So yes, disco. Wait, this is like a versus, bitch. We're like doing a versus right now. I, I, I'm going to go. I know. Yes. It's not a versus. It, it's not a yes. battle. It's not yes. a battle. But I'm just, like, you know, it's a flow. It's a right, flow. Right, flow, right, flow. right, 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 right. Okay. So the thing about disco, you know, they say house music is disco's revenge, right? Like okay. that's, a, that's something they say about house music. So what you hear in disco, you hear a lot in house music. So the bass line, the drum line, like that sort of thing. So I'm going to play you one of my favorite fucking disco songs. Bitch, it's a classic. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's a classic. It's by the legend, Derry. I'm going to play this song. This one here, I have a funny story. I actually like auditioned to be like a fucking go-go dancer with this song. And, but you know what? Fuck them because they didn't hire me because I'm a thick bitch and they wanted like skinny, like white twigs to be go-go dancers. So, you know, suck my dick. So whatever. Um, Here's the song. I mean... So what? good. I love that song, Kim. I love that song. It's so fucking good. And it's like I don't even know what there's a I don't even know what they're saying. Like okay. some of them. <laughs> right. And there's like <laughs> <laughs> Like in the back. <laughs> You're just like, what? Yes, I love music. It just gets you in a mood. Like I love listening to podcasts that have little clips of music in it. So I'm try. I try to do that a little bit more now. Like put a little clips of music so you guys can like jam out while you listen to my annoying voice. Um. So yeah. <laughs> so the next one, guys, is the hustle hard episode. So this was an episode I did where I wanted to talk about all the little tips and things that I wanted to give out to save money. To just all the little things that I've been doing throughout my life to save money. Um 
you know, whatever have you. So this is a little clip that I took from that. I think I was talking about like eBay and how I made money on eBay just selling shit out of my co- all of my out of my garage, like literally. So here's that. Post it. You never know. I sold like my my father was a um, musician and he had lots of like uh, equipment for music and things like that, which I'm like, I never knew what the fuck. Like it was a lot of random shit, you know, but there was this old like machine. I forgot what the fuck it was called. But I ended up selling it for almost $1,000 on eBay. It was just sitting in my basement. It was like this, like, it was like a old equipment for like stereos or some shit. And it wasn't that big or anything. It wasn't that heavy. And I literally posted it. I put it up there on a whim. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, I'll just post it up on eBay. Who knows? Right? I put it up there for like $99. I'm like, whatever. Bitch, when I tell you, people started bidding on that shit like like left and right. Apparently that shit was like an antique or it was in high demand because I sold that shit for almost $1,000. And I was like floored. I was like, I had no fucking idea. It was just sitting in my basement, right? So, yes, guys. So yeah, if you guys, you guys don't sleep. Like if you guys are trying to sell some shit or sell, get rid of some stuff, try to sell it back and make some money. Like you don't, you will literally be surprised yourself. It takes time. I will tell you. So if you're a type of person, you're like, bitch, I don't got time for that. I get that because your girl was literally like doing that the other day, like taking all my old clothes, putting them on a mannequin, taking photos, posting them on eBay. It's a thing. It's work. So um, I get it if you don't want to do that, too. You can always donate, though, um, your goods to a local Goodwill or Salvation Army or what have you. So don't don't throw your shit away, guys. There's always someone that can use it. So. All right. So the next episode we're going to feature is comedians in quarantine catching up uh, with Matt Torres. So he is a hilarious guy. Guys, if you guys watch, listen to the episode, he's a stand-up comedian, actor, everything. He's awesome. He had his own podcast for a little bit as well. Um, And he has this this one, this bit in here. It was so fucking funny. He just starts talking about shaving his balls. So I just wanted to bring that one up again. It was hilarious to me. So here's that clip. Is there like a line boundaries for this podcast or can I talk about it? No. So like uh, my wife gets on my case about it, but I don't know what I do. I like to like hold my myself while I sleep. I don't know why. <laughs> Every man loves just, holding their shit. I mean. You just feel good. Like it's just like. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> They're ah, safe. Balls. Yay. <laughs> They're safe. Uh, we live another day, guys. And like you just fall asleep like. Do you shave know. your balls, Matt? <laughs> do I? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, and they're hairy. God. I try to be honest. Trim and shave are a different thing. True, true. I mean... David's kind of weird, I think. Well, if you're prone to, like, breaking out on your balls, then don't shave them, I guess. But I have very them. sensitive skin. I can't with Matt. He's so fucking funny. You guys, he's... Uh, if you guys haven't followed him on Instagram... Um, listen back to that episode. I, his handles in the episode and everything, so you can follow him. And he's got local. He's always doing stand-up shows. So if you guys want to, like, if you're in the Chicagoland area, if you want to support him, go check out his shows. So he's a hilarious guy. Um, all right, what the next one is? The next one is Black Woman of Cannabis featuring my girl Joy. Um, I'm so I was listening back to this, and I swear to God, I was so inspired. Like she. So first of all, she, I wasn't, when I was doing this episode with Joy, she was working in the cannabis industry. I wasn't yet. So honestly, when she was like talking about this stuff, it kind of went over my head a little bit. Um, and then now when I listen back to it, like your girl is, she's just amazing. Like Joy is just, God, 
she really, really like knows what she's talking about. And she's such a good professional. And she just like schooled us on how the legalization of cannabis um, is going. So here's a clip from that. I'm underwhelmed, to be honest. I think that it is a great quote unquote step. But guess what? Guess what was not in the bill? What fell out was things and protections for those who are in jail for cannabis right now. Girl, I was just going to, that was one of the questions. Like, how, like, what so does they, that they mean? Nothing. They, they took it off. So that means felons aren't going to be able to get a license. That means that they're going to have to even change the licensing for those who are currently licensed in their state. They're going to have to then do a federal licensing. And even now that with this adult use, the licensing process, why? Let me think that. Why is less women? Why is less people of color? Because now there's a larger barrier to get into this now legalized industry. Because now we don't understand when you put in um, licenses to get, that means you have to do what? You have to pay for that. So in this legal, the federal legalization, yeah, that's cute and all, but it's not, it's going to further put those that have been, you know, deprioritized further behind. So I would implore us to talk about those details. You know, I, I saw that a lot of people have been puzzling, even normal, but nobody's talking about those who have been abused and are, are the, it's racist war on drugs and who's been affected yeah. by that. And again, white men are making more money up off of us. And it's like getting a whole nother 400 years. Yes, Joy. I need to have her back on because honestly, there's a, like a lot of like evolution that's been happening in me and her life in me and hers life. Um, like she, I currently, she bought a house like in Chicago again, like, you know, I'm in the cannabis industry. Like, you know, we need to, we need to have her back on and have more of like an in-depth conversation about that. Cause I'm like super passionate about it now. So tune in for that. Um, all right. So the next one is called stripping sex work and pole dancing. And that was with, uh, featuring my friend fierce, who is a, stripper pole dancer and sugar baby and she talks about being a sugar baby in this clip oh it's so good she that episode guys if you haven't listened to that episode you need to listen to it. it's so good so here's a clip from that okay would you be open to telling us like your relationship on like how like are you do you guys do get intimate or do you guys like fuck oh or? yes um anyone that tells you that they don't have to fuck their sugar baddie is probably lying <laughs> 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 it's called a mutually beneficial relationship and like i'm sorry but like if people really genuinely honestly think that their literal presence is enough to let them get paid and like as a stripper and a sugar baby don't get me wrong i have gotten paid to do nothing right right <laughs> i'm paid to do nothing and i don't like like the difference between sugaring and escorting from what I can tell is that sex isn't a requirement like all the time when you're sugaring. Like mm -hmm. basically my sugar daddy and I settled into a, we have like a, we like have a trip a month. So this summer he came to Chicago two months in a row. Then we started doing like nature shit. Yes. Fierce. I love her. She started her own podcast too. Um, but she, I don't think she's been doing it for a little, it's, it was all about like, um, sex workers and things like that. I hope she starts to do it again. Cause I love hearing their stories. Honestly, it's such a, such a great, you know, I, I love hearing the realness of it. So, um, so yeah, shout out to her. 
All right. So the next one I wanted to talk about was uh, President Cheeto, a.k.a. Trump episode. That's the name of the episode. And that also had my girl Becky, my co-host Becky on. And this was right after those crazy white people took over the Capitol and fucking like broke in and shit. And I was like, Becky, I literally called her. I was like, we need to do an episode on the podcast now. So here's an episode from that. And here's a clip from that. Organize if we're going to create real fundamental change in this country. For me, maybe it starts with, again, going back to like knowing who, who are you buying your services from and your goods yeah. from? Who yeah. are you supporting? Yeah. Are you... Uh, are you supporting, you know, the right people who like, you have to question these things. And I know that it's exhausting. And I, and I, I know, especially too, with like Brown, like Hispanic communities, you know, we don't have, Oh, we've got someone who's uh, a lawyer. Like, you know, we've got this person who who does this, you know, like, I I think it's, we definitely have a long way to go. Yeah. At least in the, the Hispanic community before we can be like, wow, we have like a whole block of just and and we do right but it's just like baptism dresses right right right. yeah which i'm not mad about i love tacos you know what i mean (laughs) but it's just like i'm talking about like a real like we got this doctor over here we have this person that does this like that's just something we really lack on you know and i think what it comes down to too is like just planting the seed for future generations. Yeah. Laying down the the foundation for people to go to school, to become mm-hmm. innovators, to become better thinkers, um, to have a better worldview on things, you know, like it really starts with it with from within and it really starts with us because Obviously, this coup got them nowhere. There, there are hella people getting arrested. Trump just got fucking banned from Twitter. I don't know if you I know saw. that. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, you, go, you guys, they tried it. Like, they really fucking tried it. They like, and then they have the fucking audacity to be like, you know, complaining that they're like getting arrested and they have this on their record and shit. Like, you motherfuckers were terrorists and you guys fucking literally took over the Capitol. Like, you're lucky you're not dead. So, yeah. White privilege. Yay. Anyways. So the next episode is called Pussy Control. Pussy Control. Yes. Um, you guys, I like putting pussy a lot in my the names of my episodes. You're going to see that a little later. I like I, I was like trying to get these all together. I'm like, damn, I use pussy in so many of my titles. But you know what? Pussy's amazing. Pussy's great. Like my pussy's fucking great. So why not? Right? Old. In this method, so that way you guys are both aware, um, which I think it would be really nice because it's like it's funny because it's like I would often not know like if I was about to get my period or not, and my partner would be like, "Yeah, you're, you're about to." I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> how do you know that?" He's just like, I, "I know you're. I like I pay attention. You know, like I I can you know I know like kind of when you're about to get her or whatever." He just kind of like monitors it and things like that. I'm like, "Really?" Really? I it's so questionable how's he me? tracking how's girl he tracking? I was like he has an app just like mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah shout out to our periods they're annoying but you know what if we didn't have them we wouldn't have you motherfuckers out here in these streets so you're welcome um <laughs> so the next one guys is the traveling while black episode with um featuring Sabrina Boyette my girl my fellow travel queen she shares this amazing story, not amazing, like just like, like 
shocking story about her traveling and living in Thailand. So here's a clip from that. Remember that. Um, I was shocked. Yeah, but I mean, then there was an incident that I had at a bar, which got, it was violent. And then I ended up in the hospital at the (gasps) police station. You never told me this. Oh my God. Yeah, girl. Girl, so there was this bar. Um, It was like an after-hour spot or whatever. And basically, I had my phone on the charger. I had been there several times before. Had my phone on the charger. Tried to get my phone back. The Thai guy wouldn't give me my phone off of the charger. So he started yelling at me. And girl, you know me. I'm yelling back because give me my shit. He just started punching me in the head. Yes. Oh, my God. Punching me in the head. I fell on the fucking ground. Like, they were dragging me out of the place. The girls that I was with, like, they came out. Some African guys, because it's technically, like, an African, like, after-hour spot. Some African guys that I didn't even know, they ran over. They had to pick me up and, like, walk me down the steps. They were beating them in the back with batons as I was walking down the steps. Or as they were carrying me down the steps. They, like, kicked a girl down the steps, punched a girl. Yeah, so I text this dude, like, in my mind, I was like, I just want to go home. So I'm telling my homegirl, I'm like, I just want to fucking go home. She's like, bitch, no, you can't walk. Your ear is fucking bleeding. It won't oh stop. God. And I'm like, whatever, I'm, I want to go home. She was like, no, you need to go to the hospital. So we weren't far from my job. I knew a hospital in the area. I'm like, fine, whatever, we can go there. Um, so I text this dude that I know that used to work at the bar. And I'm like, dude, they just fucking beat me up. And I was like, I'm about to go to the hospital. I told him the hospital I was going to. He came there. He actually told me that this isn't the first time that they've beat people up before. So apparently this bar has a thing for beating black people up. Oh! And this is shit that I'm finding out like after all this shit happened to me. We had like a black in Bangkok chat. It eventually ended up getting out through word of mouth. Not me because I didn't want anybody in my fucking business. You guys, when she told me that story, like, like when I heard it, I heard it for the first time with you guys on the podcast. Like I was shocked. I was like shooketh. I was like, holy shit. Like, but you know what? Shout out to her. Cause like, she's like such an adventurous soul as well. Like I think she's currently, she's currently living in um, Houston, Texas right now at the moment. She's living her best life. So shout out to you. Tiff, um, shout out to you, Sabrina. So the next one is from the I feels. I Feel Seen episode featuring my girl Lauren Tiffany and she talks about uh, my girl Lauren Tiffany um, started her own lingerie company called Scene and it's sickening guys so if you guys want some sexy lingerie and it's all inclusive it's for big girls small girls men women trans women women everybody Um, so yeah it's really really sexy but she shares a phenomenal story in the episode and here it is Okay, so I was a virgin until I was 29. Let's, let's, let's start there. Let's, <laughs> I'm speechless, guys. I'm like, let's put that you didn't know about me. I let's didn't know, that. Lauren. Let's put that right there. I was a virgin until I was 29. Lauren, I don't think we ever. No. I'm only, I'm only fresh in these streets for like 90. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Cannot believe that. that. It's like been eight years or something like that. I'm so then, when I met you, now. when I met you, we were in school and was, everything. You, I was still a virgin. I don't remember. I, I hadn't ever seen that to us. Then I you really. Me. I didn't tell people. No, I was you just, didn't. Was, I wasn't embarrassed of it or anything. I just you were just like, so focused on other shit. Yeah, other that's people. What it was. Wow. Now you see how busy my mom kept me. 
I couldn't even wow. get dick until 29. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that, girl? Did y'all hear that? Bitch, I been so busy. I had that. I couldn't get no dime for no dick till I was 29. Oh, my God. So let's start there. Amazing. Let's start there. That's, that's like important. I, I had made a, a purity covenant as a teenager. I was trying to wait to marriage, but as I got older and I just, I met this one guy at a Hennessy event and he was, <laughs> Come on, Hennessy was event. Yes, Come on, was Hennessy event. I was 29. He was 36 and he approached me and he said all the right things. Um, and <laughs> girl, <laughs> we, we went for it like 10 days later. And I, and the thing is, I didn't tell him I was a virgin until a year later. So we had really? a whole year of, of a situation. Damn, y'all. She lost her virginity at 29. Wow. Shout out to her. She, you know, you know what? Shout out to her because these niggas ain't doing shit. So whatever. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so yeah, that was that episode. So the next one, guys, is going to be the Southside episode uh, with my friend Kareem Young, who actually is one of the stars on the show Southside. That's on, that's on HBO Max. And I wanted to have him on and interview him. He's amazing. He's a really nice guy. Met him on set um, when I was pole dancing for the pilot of um, Southside for HBO. And I wanted to know he's a twin. So if you guys don't watch the show, he's got a twin brother. And I want to like in this clip, he talks about him. He talks about his twin brother, which is hilarious. So here's that. Do you guys fight a lot? Do you guys like, how is it working with your brother on set? It's so crazy because my my brother does this to Sultan as well. My brother is a person, if he he calls you, Mm -hmm. uh, he feels like uh, you should answer the phone. I mean, you could be uh, having sex with your woman. You could be in the shower. (laughs) You could be asleep. But he feels as if he calls, you should answer. And then if you don't answer... He feels that uh, you should call back when he thinks is an appropriate time to uh, call in a certain manner. So you can't call back tomorrow because then you're going to be a few bitches and, you know, stupid <laughs> motherfuckers and stuff. So me and Sister, I go through that all the time. Like, really? Yeah, to, um, actually, if um, if my wife wasn't using the laptop, I was going to use the laptop. And since yeah. I told me to call. Shout out to Kareem. Yeah, he's currently living in LA right now. He's pursuing his dreams as an actor. I'm really happy for him. So um, you guys support him. He's a really good guy. Follow him on Instagram. So, all right. So the next one, guys, you guys, the next one is iconic. It's like legendary, not the show legendary, but like in Kimboology land, this episode by far got the most views, the most like buzz. And that was the Tommy Defendi my journey as a gay porn star episode by my friend James LaRusso, who I went to who I went to high school, grade school, and middle school with. So we have a history of that. I know I knew him since we were in kindergarten, and um, he became a pretty big porn star um, in the gay community. So, um, but he talks about his journey as a gay actor, and um, yeah, here's a here's a clip from it. So when I was eighteen, like. I first got in right and 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 I was already a drug addict you know um but I was I was functioning you know what I mean I was good like I can handle my shit um but then when were I was a functioning like, alcoholic is what they would say or no is that like yeah a word or like I mean I was doing coke and drinking and smoking weed and like fucking doing my thing right but I was cool and then and then when I started getting more into the business I started meeting other people who were doing some more serious shit and I got I started doing crystal meth and I burned the fuck out in like three or four months 
So when I was like 18 or 19, I went to treatment. So that was the first time I went to treatment, but, but my misconception was that it was crystal meth. That was the problem because I was okay before that. Oh, I see. Crystal meth is what like took me to my knees. So I I got out of treatment and I just didn't do crystal meth, but I got right back into smoking pot and drinking and one thing led to the next. And I was like doing Coke and ecstasy and fucking all that shit for like four or five years four years, five years until I was 24. So I was doing all that shit while I was in the midst of my career and growing. I was still partying my ass off. I was having a blast, you know what I mean? Having a good time, like, you know, on top of the world, whatever the fuck you want to call it, because I was able to manage that shit. You know what I mean? Right. But, but for those of you who have ever struggled with addiction or know anybody who struggled with addiction, there, there comes a time and a place where it catches up with you. And and that's kind of what ended up happening with me. So, you know, I went through a couple of really horseshit relationships, super unhealthy, just like the most emotionally and sexually and physically unhealthy relationships you could possibly imagine. I mean, my, my career. And then of course I, t- I picked the most top notch women in my, in my addiction until the last one. I don't know what the hell she was thinking, but the first two were just absolute disasters. Um, were they and, also in the industry too? The, your prior in, reference? in ways. Yeah. You know, they were, but they were just, they had their own set of unique issues that just, you know, drugs were a big part of both of their stories. Um, abuse growing mm. up, both a big part of, uh, one of my, one of, one of the girls I was dating grew up in a very, uh, like cultish religious type of family. Stop it. Yeah. So oh, like, wow. so like she just had a whole fucking slew of issues. Um, you know, and I was a fixer. So I was always trying to fucking fix ah. people. When's your yeah. birthday? When's your birthday? June, I'm a cancer June 30th. You're a fucking cancer. <laughs> yeah, Wait, June, end of June. Yeah. June 30th. June so I'm like, 30th. Okay. Yeah. I'm like at the beginning of cancer. You know my man's a my man's a cancer too. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. My sister's a cancer. Her you man's to, a me cancer. Me and your dude need to connect. We obviously got a lot in yeah, common. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't know you were a cancer. I'm like, wow. Oh, so James, you're super sensitive. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like cancers are like you guys can't. I mean, I know cancers because you know I'm surrounded by cancers. So. Yes, cancers are like super. Sen- I have such a you know soft spot for cancers. I'm a Taurus though. I'm a stubborn bull. But um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that you were. Wow, I love, I fucking love James, you guys. Literally, like the like the visuals for that on YouTube, that episode has the most views. People are always commenting on that YouTube video. To this day, like they're still commenting. Like he has such a fan base and a following. And I, I think everyone there like now appreciates him just being so transparent about his journey. So shout out to him. Um, he is supposed to write a book and do a podcast soon. So I'll just I will definitely keep you guys posted when he gets that going. I need to check in with him soon. So um, but you know how life is. So I, I I'm sure we'll see something from him very soon. So yeah. So yeah, that was Tommy Defendi, aka James LaRusso. All right, so the next one, guys, again, with these names, girl, this episode uh, is called Smelly Pussy Pole Problems. Oh, my God, these episode names. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. No, just kidding. Well, I mean, in this episode, it's pretty self-explanatory. This is the clip from why, the, why I named the episode what it is. So here it is. Uh, and then, of course... I was a pole dance instructor. Yes, your girl was teaching pole. Um, yeah, I did that for a, li- a while. I did that for a long time. Um, I enjoyed it for, for what it was at that time. There were highs and lows. Some of you girls are emotional as fuck. Sometimes I would be, I would be teaching you pole, but it would be more like I'm a, therapy. I'm a therapist. 
because they'd be telling me their life story and I'm like girl you are going through it I can't deal with you right now you know what I mean or I would have like oh my god bless her heart I had a girl that she would come into the studio and she fucking stunk like she smelled so bad and I mean like her pussy smelled it was like on some like smelly pussy but smelly pussy donna type shit shout out to you if you know that if you know that reference broad city guys um there will be a broad city um appreciation episode coming very soon very very soon so look out for that okay it's happening um yeah you're she like it was tough because like i was an instructor so i had to like you know, whenever we did like tricks and things on the pole, I would have to hold these bitches up or like physically be touching them or have their pussy in my face or their feet kicking me in my head and shit like that. And when I tell you I had to spot this fucking stinky ass bitch, I mean, her pussy was rank. I was like, girl, and she had a man. She had a whole ass man. I'm like, girl, your man's not telling you your shit smells. You need to figure this shit out, girl. Ooh, y'all. I mean... Teaching pole guys is not the tea. I'm just kidding. No, honestly, it was great. It was rewarding, but there was some ups and downs teaching pole, man. I swear to God, I thought about it. Too. I'm like, do you want to do that again? I'm like, I wouldn't do it in the avenue that I was before, like at a you know pole dance studio or anything like that. I don't know. I don't think I would. I think I would do my own thing or run out of space or you know do online classes or something like that or do tutorials. I don't know. I wouldn't do like one on one anymore in the sense of like where how I was scheduled every week and all that. It's just so much. It's a lot. Um, but shout out to all my pole um, babies out there and my students, my ex-students. Like, I still love you guys. I miss you guys. So, yeah. But that was, that was some shit. All right. So the next one is the Broad City Appreciation Episode. Um, yeah. And then this is just a clip from the episode of, of, of me and Christian. My friend Christian joined us on the show. And me and him both love the fucking show Broad City. And we talk about this scene with Alana and it's hilarious. Here's a clip. But then honestly, the bathroom started her iconic, iconic, um, like, what is it? Like iconic term that she would start to do in, in this scene. And she would be like, I shit, I shit, I shit. Like, <laughs> I shit. I shit, I shit. You can always sing, I shit, I shit. <laughs> and she just breaks into those medallies like whenever she feels like. Right, right, I- right. Yes. Shout out to Christian, guys. He has he had his baby with my friend Vanessa. So they're new parents. And oh my God, Benjamin is so cute. That's the baby's name. Little ba- little baby boy Benjamin. He's adorable. My friend Vanessa is just literally like all her job is now just to have a baby on her titty at all times. So shout out to you, Vanessa. Um, yeah, being a new mom, I'm sure is not easy. So shout out to all the moms out there. I am not a mom. Still don't know if I want to go down that road or not. You know, I have Georgie who's a cat and that's just, you know, a cat. He's enough. So we'll see. All right. So the next episode, guys, that we want to shout out for the best of episode is this episode's called, of course, Hi, wet pussy. Yes. Again, with pussy in the name of the titles. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, and in this segment, I'm talking about, I'm shouting out this company and talking about my wet pussy. So here you go. I am a big fan of anything when it comes to like THC and like 
and trying to enhance arousal or just like having fun, like, you know, sexual lubricants, things like that. I've already shouted out the company Foria in previous episodes, Foria Wellness. Um, I use their cannabis infused like sexual lubricants for down dia. Those are lady titty because your pussy be actually drunk. No, I'm sorry, not drunk. Wow, not drunk. Hi. Can you imagine if your pussy got drunk? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I got my drunk pussy though. Um, I don't know if drunk pussy would be good. Like a high pussy would be good. Fuck yeah. Um, yes, high pussy. I would love high pussy. High pussy is great, guys. Not drunk pussy. High pussy is great. So, all right. So yeah, the next episode that we're going to shout out for the best of is called Black Lesbian Mom featuring my girl Kendra Balanz. And she was uh, telling us about her, about her story, about how she had her baby. And yeah, here's a clip from that. Just to give an idea, we ended up trying for like two and a half years before I had a pregnancy that went full term. Oh, Can you wow. believe it? Can you believe it? It's like, dang. It, it, the whole process, the whole process is pretty um, taxing emotionally. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot when you're like actively trying, um, which is crazy because you end up being stressed and you have all this anxiety. And like, those are the two number one factors that can like, help you not get pregnant you can't right. be stressed while you're trying to get pregnant but then you stress so it's like a mind fuck for real true, um, true you guys when she told me how much money and how much time and how long it took to have her, her child like i did not know her whole history and her her story it's amazing so she's a um you know she's in a same-sex marriage you know her her wife is also you know a woman so they had to get sperm and you know, it, it was a trying time for them. It was taxing on them and stuff, but they went through it and now they have their ba- beautiful baby boys. So congrats to them. They're awesome. Um, I love them. So they're, they're so cute. They're the cutest couple. I follow them on Instagram and all that. And they're so cute. So shout out to you, Kendra. Um, all right. So the next one is going to be the episode called 420 High AF. Um, and this one, I really wanted to put in the best of because this is the part I was just talking about how the, sh- the movie or the show Grass is Greener on HBO Max. And in this clip, it talks about how white people are scared that we're taking over the planet. Always thought that marijuana was so bad. Like, <gasps> if you smoked weed, you were a bad person, you know, because it had all this stigma that was put on it, you know. Um, and unfortunately, it's like that's what's gotten a lot of people. And the thing is, of course, you know, like you saw mostly black and brown people were put in jail for smoking weed or having weed on them. So for me, I always associate that with bad people or just, you know, because it just had that stigma. That's all I learned growing up. You know, it's, that's what that's what society and that's what, you know, the government wanted us to think. They really wanted to, us to put that instill that in our minds. So. Growing up, that's what I felt. I was a good girl. I didn't want to do bad things. And I thought marijuana was bad. So I didn't smoke, you know? Um, But yeah, it's just, it's been such a brainwashing, you know, like of, of generations and generations of people. So for right now, like this documentary just highlights the importance of and also the history of the drug of para- of cannabis. I don't want I keep calling it a drug, but it's not. I keep it's not a drug. It's a fucking plant, okay? Um and it did they did such a good job of breaking everything down. Um but right now Yes. I think I was just like super high. Like I don't know where the fuck I got these names of these titles. I was like high as fuck that day. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to name it high as fuck 
420 High as Fuck episode. So, um, yeah, I know. I'm so creative with um, coming up with the names of these episodes. Right, guys? <laughs> All right. So the next episode that I want to shout out for the best of episode is going to be Kim and Rick's movie picks. What's up? And that is when producer Rick Dog joins us on the show. Um, and in this part of the clip, we stand our favorite movie, both of us. So here's a clip from that. Um, so yeah, guys, we're going to dive right on in to this week's main topic and we're going to have fun guys. We're going to just have a lighthearted, fun episode. We're going to just shout out our top five favorite comedy movies. What's up in, um, celebration of Rick Dog's 40th birthday and our 40th episode. So how should we do this? Rick Dog? just. Take turns and just, you know, uh, you know, do you have your first movie already? I have way more than five. So I do I, too. You know, um. <laughs> I think maybe, I feel like maybe if we go over a few, you know, some of our favorites and then well, get into the. Top. Let's start off with one that's on both of our lists, which we both know. Yeah, I think it's the ultimate. The comedy, ultimate you know, movie. movie. You know, all around movie with action, comedy, you know, so I don't know. It could be anything, but yeah. You that can, is. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Burnett. I'm Reggie. What you doing here? I came to take home Megan. What? I came to take home Megan. How old are you? I'm 15, Mr. Burnett. Motherfucker, you look 30. Show me some ID. I don't have no idea. You don't have no idea. Put your ass up against that wall. What the fuck your problem? You think you know it all. You little young thundercats. You got joints on you? No. You smoke that shit? No, sir. You trying to get my daughter high? You smoke Burn. that shit? Nigga, who the hell is the daughter? Reggie! What the fuck is Reggie? Can't take Megan out. What you want, nigga? I'm here to take his daughter out. What's your name? Reggie. Well, no, y'all heard the motherfucker say your name, Reggie. You want you taking Megan out? How old is you? Fifteen. Shit, nigga, you at least thirty. Bad, bad boys, boys two. two. Yeah, bad boys two. Is- bad boys two, guys. Jazz, jazz. Oh my god, I have to have Ricky back on another episode, guys. We're trying to figure out what what episode, what, what we're going to do, what topic we're going to do when he comes back on because everybody loved Rick Dog. Everyone was like, Rick Dog, Rick Dog, we love... I mean, I've been telling him his voice is sexy and that he needs to do voiceover work and he needs to have his own podcast already. So, But that, that man is doing a lot, guys. He's on set now. He got a gig working on a pilot, a new pilot. So um, he's busy boots right now, guys. So to, like, stay tuned. Maybe you'll see him come up with something. And then, of course... If Rick Dogs decides to do a podcast, y'all will be the first to know. Okay. All right. So we've come to the last clip, guys. Uh, I just wanted to end it on this because it is one of the newer episodes that we just posted. Um, It is featuring my co-host, Becky Campos. And this episode is called Who Got Finger Banged in the Pool in Vegas featuring Becky Campos. I know, guys. Look at these names. I can't. Um, yeah, so in this episode though, it's, it's literally like the funniest story that I tell people. It's, it's the story of Becky and her obsession with my brother's name, Warpod. So here's the clip. You know what I'm saying? Um, Warpod. 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 Those are my family names, guys. So my mom is pitching on. I love that name. I really do. You and only him, (laughs) because... I mean, you and only you, because my brother hates his name. He does not go by Warpod. I love strong names. I do. And that sounds like 
So that's just say the it, name. Say You're it, like, Becky. <laughs> Rose okay. is gonna die. All right, Rose so is gonna I, die. When I first learned about Kim's brother's name, I was like, "Yo, that's a fucking badass name." Like, he just sounds like someone you just do not fuck with, or it sounds like, I guess. How <laughs> <laughs> you saying, okay. bro? Bitch, she's married so, and everything now. No. It sounds like, yeah, like I've been fucking this guy lately. He's amazing. Like, he wears me out. <laughs> His name's Warpod. And like, <laughs> I had this thing where I used to pretend with Kim, like, Kim, I gotta go. Warpod's coming over. Like, it's gonna be. <laughs> he's gonna bust, he's gonna wear my pussy He's gonna out. fucking stretch me out. <laughs> you guys, I, I still don't even know if my brother, like, has heard this. Um, I hope he's okay with me sharing this. <laughs> I was like, it's just so fucking funny because when Becky was like, Warpod? Yes, bitch. Like, I would love to like fuck a man named Warpod. I'm just like, I'm done. I can't. So yeah, guys, that's it. That is the best of episode. Oh my God, guys. I can't believe it's been a whole year. You guys, I appreciate you so much for rocking with us. Like, you have no idea. You know, podcasting is definitely something that, you know, I enjoy doing. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it down. It's, but it's not, it's something that, you know, you have to keep doing. It's, you have to be consistent, you know? Listen, I don't, I don't expect to, you know, I don't even know what I expect to come from this. I, I just enjoy this. I love coming on here, bringing you guys some interesting topics, you know, now with my Becky, but with my co-host Becky, like I just, I'm excited for what, what's to come. And of course we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be still doing this if you guys weren't listening. So I appreciate you guys listening every week and you guys, I'm super open. So if you guys want topics, you guys want me to discuss something, you guys want to, you know, learn something else where I will do my best. So just all, as always reach out to us at Kimbology podcast at gmail.com. I am not shy. Let us know what your tea is. Let us know the tea, you know, share it with us. Um, I'm really, I, I do a lot of engagement on Instagram. So Kimboology Podcast, um, that's the Instagram page. You can always reach me there. Um, yeah, I'm really open, guys. So tell me what this, t- talk to your girl, talk to your girl. Um, also, I want to plug this once again. Uh, I really appreciate all of the support that you guys have been giving us throughout the year now. Um, and as we grow, we want to make sure that we're learning about you guys, our listeners. So we would love it if you could hit the link in the description box and fill out our listener survey. Okay. It's a great way to support the show. We're not asking for any money, but it's a quick survey. It shouldn't take you like, it should take me less than 10 minutes. And then if you fill it out at the end and you leave your address, you don't have to put your name. I will send you a little gift. So yeah, guys, um, do that for me, please. We need those statistics so we can go ahead and pitch them to people um, for sponsorship. So, yeah. And as we go on, this is a year, you know, this is our year anniversary show. I hope to have many more of these anniversary shows. Um, I hope to have many more interesting guests on. I hope to have many more funny moments. Um, so, yeah. As we go on into this, you know, finishing off the year 2021, uh, We'll see where life takes us, right, guys? I mean, what an, what an exciting time to be alive, though. I mean, like, it's a journey every day. We wake up, what's to come? We don't even know. I mean, literally, guys, we might be locked down tomorrow. Who knows? Um, <laughs> all right, so depressing. But anyways, 
I appreciate you guys as always. And so catch us next week, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you again. And oh yeah, don't forget to um, get a pedicure because you're probably, because I need one. How about that? (laughs) I was like, what can I say for you guys to do this week? Get a pedicure, men and women, guys. Get a pedicure because I know your heels are probably uh, crusty and your toenails probably need to be um, painted. So do that, guys. Do a little self-care for you. All right. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (laughs) Well, shoot the damn dog.